Um, everything we think of is a reflection of ourselves. And not, not many of us like to hear that. And sometimes when we actually think of that and we're like, how is that me though? Like that's doing my head in, that's annoying me. I'm activated, I'm triggered, I know I am, but how is that me? How is that me? So when we look at this, what we must remember is to always look at the duality of it, always look at the opposite of it. So an example of this is, wow, she's so loud. She is so loud. And it could be, maybe I need to use my voice. Wow, she loves herself. Look at it. Like she's so, so expressive. She needs to calm down. What's she doing all that for? Maybe we are suppressed. Maybe we haven't let ourselves be our full selves. So everything that we look at, when we look at that thing, it's not where that. It's we could be the polarity of it. This is something that I have had with me on my journey that has supported me the most in decoding all of my experiences and everything that I am seeing and the reflections that I see in others. Because if we just say it's a reflection of us and we actually know that that thing's not us, we just bypass it and we just brush it off. Whereas if we can understand that actually it can be the duality of it, we start finding out more about ourselves. And this is where we can lean in and grow more and um, find the messages that are surrounded by us every day, all day, every day. They're everywhere. Everything that we see is um, a part of our process and our journey of what we're moving through. So what we're going to be speaking about is projection. Spare with me. So what is projection? What actually is it? Projection is a type of psychological defense, defense mechanism. When people project, they identify their negative emotions, beliefs, or traits in someone else. So I'm seeing part of myself in you, and I'm going to project that onto you rather than looking at it myself. And we all do this, and everyone does it to us. Um, people project to protect themselves from uncomfortable inner conflict and anxiety. When we face those discomforts within is when we actually find out what it is and we can move through it. Otherwise, we'll just keep placing the same projection over and over and over and never, ever learning. And we'll probably attract a lot more people in our life with that same message and just get more and more and more and more and more annoyed. So our goal is like, okay, I'm going to find out what has activated me, what has activated me. Um, and I'm going to face this in a conflict rather than brushing it off, bypassing it. The behavior can interfere with all types of relationships and situations. So this is something that follows us everywhere in our life and it affects all of our um, relationships and situations that we're in. It actually decides how we see a situation when there are many angles of looking at the same thing. But what our projection does for us is it stops us facing what is. So we don't actually see the truth of many things. Many of us will look at something and that's not even real. That's just coming from our own projection, our own program and, and our own coping mechanisms that we're subconsciously trying to escape by not facing that conflict from within. It is possible to stop projecting and interact with others in a more conscious way. 
Now, projection isn't something that you have on a list and you tick it off and you're like, done that module, pass that. Projection shows up for us every single day and none of us are actually there. None of us get there. Every new situation, every new person, projection will show up for us. But once we learn how to navigate it and be able to step back and see it through all of our eyes rather than two, we're able to then take it within and be able to see things from multiple perspectives and angles and then in doing so not get so activated from the situation but it's very difficult to move through the activation if we're not taking responsibility for it so if we just go oh it's them or it's that or it's this or it's then we're never ever going to be able to move through it and if we can't come back into our body and create safety within ourselves then we're not going to face it because our body doesn't feel safe. This is this is a defense mechanism. It's actually a protective. It's it, it's a it's a shield that we use so that we don't have to face conflict. But when we can navigate that in a conflict within ourselves, we're more likely to drop the shield and be like, okay, let's see what this is about. I know I can bring myself back. Whereas many of us just go, I don't want to know that. I don't want to look at this. I don't want to look at that. And then we never ever move through and we never grow. And we just keep getting the same lesson over and over and over and over. Okay, we'll move on. So what people say is about them and what you hear is about you. What people say is about them and what you hear is about you. We cannot control how somebody receives what we say. None of us. None of us. And how we receive something is about us. So somebody might, we might say our truth, for instance, and we might have one person kick off. We might have another person that doesn't even flinch. We might have another person that doesn't even look. Now, the person who kicks off, it's activated something within them. Within them. We cannot control how we are received. If we start being manipulative and start trying to control how people receive us, then we're moving so far away from our core, our true self and our authenticity, which is what we're all here for. This is what we're all doing. We're all coming back to our true self. And when we do this, it's from programs that we've got that make us think we have to show up a certain way or something has to be there. So there's a right and wrong and there's not. The only right is truth. The only right is truth. And I just want to add on that point, how we share our truth is important. How we share, how we say what we say is on us. What we say and how we say what we say is on us. What we say and how we say what we say is on us. How somebody else hears, receives it is not on us. So for us to be able to be in our full truth, we have to get really comfortable with that. So it's not just, well, I'm in my truth, so there you go. I'm in my truth, so there you go. I'm in my truth, so there you go. That, that all I need to do is be in my truth no no so we have to be mindful of how we say what we say and other people so what I use is the truth sandwich so we've got a sandwich we've got a bun on the top a bun on the bottom and these are both love and the center is truth we can there are three ways to communicate some people will communicate in truth so they'll have the burger out the bun and they'll just be smacking it around Truth, 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 truth. Some people communicate with just the buns. 
which is love, 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 but it's not really love because there's no truth, which means it's manipulation. And then some people can then have the actual sandwich, which delivers it, which delivers it. So truth without love is brutality. Truth without love is brutality. So the burger without the bun is brutal. That's not what we're doing here. Plus anyone we speak to, we always need to imagine them as a small child. If you pop in at them, <laughs> the, their ego is going to instantly shut up and not listen to a word that you've got to say. That inner child's always waiting there for someone to shout at it or tell it it's wrong. And as soon as, the, as soon as that happens, the inner child just shuts off. The ego steps in and the higher self can't be heard. So we always deliver in the bun with love, truth, love. So truth without love is brutality and love without truth is manipulation. So if we're just going around in a loving way, um, but we're actually not speaking our truth, um, yeah, I don't mind picking you up Friday when actually you do mind and you're actually sacrificing yourself in the process because you should have been going to the shops and now you've got no food in for the tea. So this is a form of subconscious manipulation and we do that so that we can control how we are received from other people. We do that so we can control how we are received from other people. This is not nice. This is not a kind person. This is subconscious manipulation. Uh, a kind person is equally balanced in love and truth. Love and truth. And there are no bad people. There are just people who are yet to come onto this journey, who um, they don't know what a projection is. So it, it's having the, it's having the compassion for these people. So it's an invitation to to be in that space with us. Not thinking that we're anywhere else. You know, it's if remembering where we was when we didn't know what projection was, when we used to project everything onto other people, when we didn't take personal responsibility. I know for me, I never delivered my um, communications with love. I was more brutal in my expression. And that just comes from fear. So we've all been all of these versions and all of these things we've all been. And it's about us stepping back and just saying, you know, everyone's doing the best. We're only aware of what we're aware of. We're actually only aware of what we're aware of. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that we are all aware of now, but we but we wasn't before. So it's um, just remembering that. It takes awareness, takes consciousness to be able to communicate in this way. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. So we no longer get upset or angry with these people. We have more peace in our life because we're actually being able to um, give compassion and empathy as to where they are and know it's not actually personal because it's just a projection it's just a projection it's just a reflection and actually you've probably activated them if anyone responds in a way that um, doesn't deliver in a you know in a conscious way it's probably an activation within them which is their work and not yours you've actually given them you've actually given them a gift you've actually given them a gift if they receive the gift is up to them our activations triggers a gold. Know that every word that comes out of someone else's mouth is telling you about them. Nothing anyone says has anything to do with you. And this goes for us when we're talking about other people. That's all not act like we don't. We all do. When we talk about others, everything we say is about us. So let us take the time. Let us stop and ask, this is really what I fucking think. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad I've admitted that to myself. That's gross. Now, let's take that in. Let's decode it. Let me, let me find where that is coming from within me. What is going on? Why am I seeing that? Because I could be here with 10 people and then other 10 people don't see it. What we all do is we all think something and then we go around and start trying to convince everyone else. We have our own truth, which is our own, and we want other people to have the same truth so that we can know that we're right. And there is no right and there is no wrong. We all got our own truth, but this makes us feel better then. What it actually does is keeps us from the shadows, actually keeps us, sorry, it keeps us in the shadows and it keeps us from our light. So if ever you feel like you want someone else to agree with you, go in, go in, because it's probably a shadow. We want to convince other people of the things that we, that our subconscious doesn't want to look at. When our subconscious doesn't want to look at, it wants to rally a team up so that it doesn't have to look at it. Say they think it, they think it, they think it, they think it. Yeah, say it's fine. Forget about it. It's not you. When really, we're only, we are responsible for how we feel and we're only responsible for how we feel. Okay, let's move on. This supports us, you know, when other people feel the way they do as well. If someone is feeling sorry for you, if someone is feeling sorry for you, please feel sorry for them. By this, I mean you have compassion and empathy. They are concerned about how they would feel if they were you. This doesn't mean that you have to be concerned if you are not. So this, for instance, if someone is in pain or if someone is in fear, they will project that onto you. So for me, when I came to the jungle, I had everyone I knew projected their fears onto me because they were like, oh my God, where are you going to live? And where are you going to go? And what's outside and what's there? Like, I didn't feel that at that time. I felt fear lots of times in lots of different situations. But that was what we do is we put ourselves in the situation the person's in. Then we decide how we would feel and then we project it onto them. So we see a person, we put ourselves in their situation, we consolidate all of our emotions, all of our feelings, and then we project it onto them. Now, we are not them, they are not us. We all have different emotions, we all have different fears, we all have different things going on. So it's about us being um, inquiring and asking how the person feels. How does the person feel? Because they mightn't feel how we feel, but how we feel tells us about us. How we think somebody else feels tells us about us. How we think somebody else feels tells us about us. Because we've just made that up. <laughs> we've literally just made it up. It's not even real. It's not even real. We've just made it up. Hmm. So a little question. Just bear with me one second. Just take a second to let that sink in. There was a lot, and I will be with you in one second.
Would anybody like to share anything? Because that has been a lot. That's been a lot. Thanks for your patience then. I have my um my monthly waste came. Of course they come while we're in the middle of the call. Of course they did. <laughs> is there anything that anyone wants to share? Is there a situation that's been in their life? Is there anything that is activating you right now? Is there anything that you feel is not your truth? Or is there a situation that you've been in that you've found that there's been truth? And you found what the shadow has been? This is where we start to see, like really see things for what they are. It's quite difficult, actually. In many situations, it can be quite difficult. Projection is everywhere. You know how you feel. And it's not up to you to take on what someone else feels about you, to make it about you. Don't personalize what somebody else feels is about them. It's not about you. And when you take it on, what you're actually doing is keeping them from growing. You're keeping them from their work. When someone projects onto you and you take it, that's actually about them. And when you're basically saying that that's right, then they don't get to do their shadow work because you end up taking it on, which helps nobody. It's basically like holding a mirror up to somebody else and repeating back to them what they just said to you. Everything that comes out of everyone's mouth, everything, every word, this is no joke because we can only actually see what we can see based on ourselves. We haven't got no other awareness. We've only got ourselves. So whatever we're seeing is inside us. This is where we really start to decode. This is where we really start to get into the deep shadow work and we learn and we get messages and we get lessons quicker. We evolve quicker. We expand quicker when we're able to do this. And it also supports us in not taking anything personally and moving into our own full expression of what is true and right for us. We will move on. For our own awareness of self, for our own awareness of self, we must question every thought and judgment that we make. That's just for our own awareness. What is this telling me about me? What is this telling me about me? We're all here to learn about ourselves. We're all here to get to, get to the core of who we are. That's why, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. This is the way, this is what we're doing. 
So if we're not inquiring and asking ourselves these questions, we're actually not getting to the core or the root of that. If our thoughts and words and others are not positive, we have to take a look at ourselves and grow from that. Because somewhere in it, even if it's a polarity, like we discussed at the beginning, even if it's a polarity, there is truth in it about ourselves. Every judgment we make, we have to get to work. And then we begin to start to feel free because it stops all the chatter, all the noise. The more of these we face, then they go. It's like you've passed it, you've passed it. Yeah, we get more, but you've passed it. It's just a message through another person. We keep getting the same messages through different people all the time. If it might wasn't through our father, it'll be through the person we marry, you know, or the boss at work, whatever. If it's not in a situation that we've overcome in the, um, in the park on a Friday afternoon, it'll meet us in the supermarket on the Wednesday. It's not going anywhere. Earth is a school. We come here to learn. That's why we're here. Everything is a lesson. Everything that we're moving through is a message. And we have to be aware of that. And when we are aware of that, we can actually learn. If we're not open to learning or receiving, which, which our ego does, our subconscious does, it doesn't want to learn, it doesn't want to let go, it doesn't want to move through, it doesn't want to give its control away, it doesn't want to give its power away. And if we look at this on a real deeper level, it's actually the shadow inside of us that's stopping us from getting to our light. And our shadow feeds off more shadows until it literally brings our vibration all the way down. And we're having all of this um, guilt and shame and all of these lower vibrational emotions that we can't transmute, we can't alchemize and we can't get through. So the more we do this, the more we can alchemize them, the more we can move through them. When we have one of those feelings, we sit with it, we accept it, we acknowledge it, we feel what it is, and then we can move on from it. We don't just bypass it and say it's not there. Otherwise, it just comes back. It's about us sitting with every emotion and every moment and allowing ourselves to feel it without judgment. Okay, we'll move on. How did this make you feel? And what are you thinking about now? What are you thinking about? There's something on your mind. You're actually thinking about something, a situation or... What is on your mind right now? What 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 little um what little shadow has just been through into the spotlight? Where have you just won? Where does the light just won? Where's the light just won over the shadow? We as humans feel uncomfortable when the shadow comes to light. We don't like it. But we move through that, and that's how we get to our light. Like they say, it's uh, our light is through the darkness. The rainbows are through the storm. There is no um, there is no day without night. Everything exists. It's just about what we acknowledge. Okay, we'll move on. Examples of projection. Now, I know we've moved through quite a lot of these, but we'll walk through these examples here. A man who feels insecure about his masculinity mocks other men for acting like women. 
this is a code for um connected to divine energies this is like they haven't accepted that part within themselves so they're mocking other people for that part within them a parent pressures their child to be successful when they have not achieved their own goals in life so what is success to a parent and what is it to a child sure they're very different things you know we 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 push our own beliefs on we think of our own mistakes we love them we want them to learn we want them to grow we think of all the things we've done wrong and we don't want them to do it but like anything like we've just discussed we're all we're all on our own journey we're all you know making our own mistakes and lessons it's like um you think of um a child when they're walking you're afraid that they're gonna fall when we actually grab them to stop them from falling we're actually putting fear into their body that they didn't necessarily need and if they fall they will learn if they don't fall they won't learn this is how we learn and it's how we grow we don't stop them from falling for them we stop it for us because we don't want to see them in pain which is also for them but really what's more for them is them growing and learning for themselves and us not projecting our fears this is why a parent can be overprotective because of our own fears. We can be overprotective with others, our friends, our family, anybody, because of our own fears that they mightn't even have. We give them our fears. Someone feels uh, lack, leading them to suspect that the others are planning to take their wallet or other valuables. So we feel like we haven't got and we feel like um, someone's going to take this. Like, this is lack, and someone will say to you, hey, watch your bag, Chloe, don't be thinking, you know, like, and they'll pass that on to you. Now, yeah, that is all actual day-to-day -day life. And of course, this happens, there's darkness in the world, but we can see where that lack comes from and where these statements come from. Someone in a committed relationship who is attracted to a co-worker but rather than admit this to themselves, they might accuse the person of flirting with them. So rather than just standing in what they truly feel, it, and this happens all the time, you know, <laughs> then they would say, are you flirting with me? But actually it's me flirting with you, <laughs> rather than just being in truth of, of what is, which is the same reason why partners accuse the um Couples can accuse the partner of, you know, doing something because they are. It's in their subconscious, it's in their awareness. A woman can criticise her daughter for interrupting, when in fact she regularly interrupts her, interrupts her daughter or allows others to interrupt her and suppresses her own voice. So a woman criticises her daughter for interrupting when in fact, she regularly interrupts her daughter. So her daughter is learning from her how to interrupt, but then when she interrupts, it's not right, but that's where she learned it from. This could also be a way um, of bypassing the suppression. So I might allow, I might allow people to interrupt me and suppress my voice. I might allow that to happen. So when other people interrupt people around me, I'll be like, don't, don't, don't interrupt them. Don't interrupt them because I've been letting people interrupt me. That's in my awareness. 
it's annoyed me when people have interrupted me and I haven't spoke my truth being in my voice. So when I see that in others, I get upset. That's another form of projection. Okay, we'll move on. Can you identify any times in your life you have projected onto someone else? When's the time you've been really concerned about somebody? It doesn't have to be mean, you know, it can be a really beautiful projection. When um, and have you projected onto somebody else? Explore why that this might have been in your awareness at the time. Okay, we'll move on. Can you identify any times in your life someone else has projected onto you? Further explore how and why you think they may have done this to bring you more understanding. This is where we really lean into compassion and empathy when we begin to see that actually everything everyone's saying to me is just about them. And we take it personally. That doesn't support us with feeling good inside ourselves. This is about us feeling good inside ourselves. Everything that we're doing is. Okay, next question. So here we are. This is the projection scale. So authentic and balanced would mean that we'd be in the middle all the time. Awareness of self and others, ability to communicate clearly and strong in emotional intelligence. So we can have internal projection and external projection. This is like... Let's think of this as someone says something and one, one end of the scale, someone would react, someone would go all in on that person, someone else wouldn't say nothing, they'd walk away and then they'd start internalizing it all, talking about that person in their own head, blaming themselves, all of this. So it's not always seen or heard outwardly, sometimes it's something that we do inwardly. It's still projection. So if we look at the projection scale, lack of an understanding of self is when we internally project. So if we had a real list of our values, of who we are, what we like, what we don't like, when somebody else says something to us, we probably wouldn't take that on as much because we know who we are. We know who we are. We know what we stand for. We know what we like. We know what we don't. So there wouldn't be that like real, uh, is that right? Did they say that? Do they mean that? Am I that? Is this that? Do they? This is when we've got a lack of understanding of ourselves. Now, if we look at the lack of understanding of others, 
this is where we externally project where we can where we can we can um we can cause you know uh arguments conflicts we can react all of this is when we have a lack of understanding of others what are they going through at the moment what they've just said is not even about me this is them projecting onto me so what does that say about them it's not personal to me when you know that you don't you don't project outwardly and the same when you know that you don't project inwardly and you just stay balanced so both of these are a low vibration why we need to come to center which is the highest vibration just an invitation uh, to ask where do you feel you are on this scale now remember an internal projection and external projection none of them are right or wrong they're both even they're both even not one's better or worse than the other. Okay, we'll move on. So where do you feel you are on the scale? That was the question. We'll move on. How are you going to make sure you show up as your authentic self moving forward? What are you going to do in your life to move you towards balancing on this scale? What's an action? What's something you can actually do? It might just be, I'm going to practice more presence, which is going to be able to give me more awareness in the situations. Um, or every time I think something, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to actually explore it like a spider diagram and have a look at the duality of it and the opposite and see where that's coming from. When someone projects onto me, I'm not going to take it on personally. I am going to explore how they must be feeling for them to be able to be in that situation. So what's one thing you can do? What's one thing you can do? This will literally stop any... Uh, fear of judgment which we all struggle with you know it's uh, it's one of the things that holds us all back most in our life this is medicine for that it's medicine for a lot of things it's how we can all come into unity and to living more consciously together instead of blaming each other helps us to communicate build better friendships relationships there's so much medicine in this. Helps us navigate our own true authentic self. Okay, next question. How did you feel about this? What have you learned? How did you feel about this and what have you learned? This is so important, this part. It's pointless even being, being here if we don't process what we're learning. It actually takes the input of the information, the processing of the information, and then the output of the information for us to actually integrate, embody, or learn anything. And this is what's missing in our day-to-day -day schooling systems, how humans actually learn. So please lean into this question. This is so important that we process what we've just learned. We can actually reflect it onto our lives. We can integrate it. We can become a, an embodiment of it.
Okay, final one. Okay, so now um, just opening up the space, welcoming anybody to ask any questions. Does anybody have any questions about projection? That was quite an intense class, definitely was. Anybody have any questions about it? Okay. We are now going to close with um, Just a little two minute song. We're going to get present. So just breathe with me. Let's close, let's close, let's close. Let's get out of our mind now. This is important. We come out of our mind. We need to come out of our mind now back into our body. Just relax, close your eyes. An invitation just to pay close attention to each part of your body. How do your shoulders feel? And your tummy, your legs, your toes. How does your face feel? How do you feel? Focusing on the breath and movements of your body, balance balance, and back into this present moment now. This moment, we are all mirrors 
each one of us experience this blessing and honor to each other. Everything is repeated. Everything is repeated. It's great about everything else. Please stay in our thoughts. And we shine these reflections towards ourselves with love, against without judgment, with empathy. Remember when speaking to our inner child, it was lovely to be with you all tonight um if anybody has any questions feel free if not um i'll wait a little second to see if anybody has anything to say? Okay. Wishing you all a beautiful evening. If you have a gorgeous sleep after that. Sending you all so much love. And uh, I'll see you all next week. See you soon, gang. Sweet dreams. See you soon. Oh. See you soon, Liz. Take care. Bye.